Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Henry Ford started tinkering with a gasoline engine and ran it up into a few million dollars. The squire of 79 Wistful Vista is tinkering with a gasoline lawnmower. And he'll be lucky if he runs it up to the front sidewalk. At least that's his wife's impression as we meet Fibber McGee and Molly. That dead red thing stopped again. This motor's got more bugs than a picnic lunch. I think I know what the trouble is, dearie. You do? What? I think the grease is all run out of it onto your face. Uh, <laughs> Where what? on earth did you get that gasoline grass grinder? You didn't buy it, I hope. Nope, I borrowed it from Mrs. Carstairs' gardener. He tried to talk me out of it, too. Said it was no good and I'd have trouble with it. Yeah? I slipped him a buck, though, and he let me take it. <laughs> well, I've heard of people borrowing trouble, but you go out of your way to buy it, don't you? Well, I'll get it running. I'll get it running. Carburetor's probably full of dirt. Well, pardon my ignorance, but what's a carburetor supposed to be full of? The carburetor of an internal combustion engine, of which this is one of them, has a very simple function. Which is? To send the children of garage mechanics through college. <laughs> The average motorist learns about a carburetor the way an angleworm learns about fishing, the hard way. <laughs> now, let me see. If I... Aha! I'll bet this does it. <laughs> You're teaching it manners anyway, dearie. It didn't spit at you that time. It's all very well for you to sit there on the steps and scoff, gentle Annie. <laughs> it ain't very constructive. You go ahead and read your book. I'll handle the automotive department. Say, incidentally, McGee, have you read this? Huh? There's Laughter in the Air by Jack Gaver and Dave Stanley. Murder? Well, some of it. It's all about comedy radio shows. Oh. With uh, sample scripts. <laughs> See, let me read that when you get through. <laughs> the manager of WVIS was asking me just the other day why I didn't go on the radio. In just those words? Well, no. I was hanging around his office and he asked me why I didn't take the air. <laughs> but that's for the future. <laughs> right now i got to get this lawnmower percolating. What's that thing you jump up and down on before it starts? This thing here, that's a starter pedal, oh. like on a motorcycle. Otherwise, you'd have to push it to get it started. Very efficient, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. But uh, why don't you use our old lawnmower? I can't. Doc Gamble borrowed it. When's he bringing it back? He says he'll never bring it back. Why, that's ridiculous. It's ours, isn't it? No, it's his. <laughs> Dirty Indian giver. However, give me another ten minutes with this monster and I'll have it purring like a kitten. Yeah, and sending for the fire department to get it down out of a tree, no doubt. Uh, what are you yeah. doing now? I'm loosening the spark plug. I don't think enough air is getting past it. Into the cylinder, see? 
My goodness, how did you ever learn so much about engines? Oh, shucks, it's nothing that any red-blooded American boy couldn't do. <laughs> I just got a knack for it, I guess. The way some guys are with horses, that's the way I am with gasoline motors. Really? That's why I wish this thing would act more like a motor and less like a horse. <laughs> Aha, now I think I got it. Well, here we go, kiddo. Yep, there, there, did you see that, Molly? You see it cut that grass? Look at this blade here. Cut it off. Cleans a whistle. Now, don't be so modest, dearie. You cut at least six blades of grass that time. Uh, once I really get her popping, I'll go over this lawn like a herd of hungry sheep. Hey, is, is it lunchtime yet? No. Are you hungry? Am I hungry? I could harvest Iowa's corn crop with my bare teeth. <laughs> I'd like to fall in a cistern full of spare ribs and gnaw my way out. My gosh, I'm just swallowing from memory. Well, I'll ask Beulah to whip you up a sandwich and a glass of milk. Good. Oh, Beulah! Beulah! Somebody fall for Beulah? <laughs> Yeah, construct me a sandwich, will you, Beulah? Make it a three-decker with a crew of pickles and a convoy of cookies. Yeah, for coming right up, sir. <laughs> and a glass of milk, Beulah. Milk is calcium, and calcium is a bone builder, and he's got to use his head on work like this. <laughs> work like what, man? Just what is that there confession, Mr. McGee? This is a power lawnmower, Beulah. Saves work. <laughs> Personally, sir, I never understood why anybody wants to save work. <laughs> it ain't worth saving. <laughs> oh, now, Beulah, you're a very hard worker yourself. Yes, sir, but I just work to keep busy. When I ain't working, I got too much time to think about what I'd like to be doing, and that always costs so much money, it scares me, so I go back to work to forget it. <laughs> well, after you marry Ira, Beulah, you can take it easier. You're still engaged. Yes, sir. So far, Ira and me, we're making the same money every week. <laughs> we's economic equal. Hmm. Neck and neck, you might say. Well, we do, but we don't stay so much. <laughs> Ira's in the insurance and real estate business, isn't he, Beulah? Yeah, sir. Broker? Then what, ma'am? <laughs> she means does he represent several different companies? Oh, yes, I, he ain't fussy, you know. Mm -hmm. You know what I plan on doing after them Japs get convinced? What's he planning, Beulah? He said he's going to get him the agency for some kind of automobile, ma'am. He like automobiles, Beulah? I know it's not in particular. He just hates walking the way. <laughs> uh, excuse me, sir. How the little lawnmower there run? Well, that seems to be the $64 question, Beulah. So far, it just seems to be a mechanical hiccup. Oh, it'll work. It'll work. Don't worry about that. Just needs a little adjusting, that's all, Beulah. You can't expect a lawnmower like this that's been used to cutting the lawn on a big estate like Carstairs to adjust itself immediately to life with the lower classes. No, you can't expect a lawn that blue grass. Or... Oh, we're looking here with the man talking about. <laughs>
This thing has almost got me baffled, Molly. I've cleaned the wiring, I've cleaned the gears, I've cleaned the plugs, and I've cleaned the carburetor. With the language you've been using on that lawnmower, it probably got dirty again. <laughs> I don't swear, and you know it. All oh, the words you use are all right, but you say them in the most profane tone of voice. Oh, well, gee whiz, I... Hey, I wonder if this gadget here is the troublemaker. What's that? That's the governor. It is? Mm-hmm. Well, if I'd known what I was voting for, I'd have stayed home. <laughs> Maybe just a little adjustment on... Aha! I'll try that. I wonder if I'd put... Oh, hello, Alice. Hello, Mr. McGee. Mr. McGee. What's that thing? Gasoline lawnmower, Alice. Borrowed the loan of it from Mrs. Carstairs' gardener. Oh, how, how does it work? Like a charm, Alice. Mm-hmm. But he can't seem to get it to work like a lawnmower. Uh... <laughs> I'll get it sooner or later. Don't you worry. Are you having trouble with it, Mr. McGee? Well, that's a mild way of putting it, Alice. With... Good all the fairways at the golf course. <laughs> oh, that's where I'm going right now. It's my day off the plant, and I'm going to play golf with him. He's the boy that he wants the next bench to me. What's your handicap, Alice? This tight skirt, mostly. <laughs> now, he means how to usually score, Alice, in the 80s or 90s. Oh, no, creepers. I'm not that good yet. Last week, I only scored 63. Sixty-three? <laughs> My gosh, Byron Nelson took a sixty-seven for that course. Uh, well, he probably counted his putts. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he probably did. Mm-hmm. You pretty good with an iron, Alice? Oh, I'm awful. I scorch almost everything. <laughs> you, uh, you're a little new at the game, aren't you, dear? <laughs> yes, but I think it's terribly fun, don't you? The way men scream at you when you walk across the grass with your high heels on and and how they talk at you through their teeth when you pick up their ball and ask whose it is. <laughs> yes, yes, that can make the game quite amusing. <laughs> you can also get an interesting reaction if you start telling jokes just as the guy is teeing off. Honest? Oh, that's always good. Jeepers. I'll try that. I want to get everything out of the game I possibly can. <laughs> well, I hope you get your lawnmower started, Mr. Oh, well, hmm. you certainly gave her some great advice, Jenny. She'll get her dainty little ears pinned back with a mashie. Well, she's got to learn the game sometime. Now, let me see. What have I done with this engine that I should have done? Return it to Mrs. Carstairs. No, no. I mean to get it started. Maybe I better feed out the blow line. It's blow out the feed line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but try it again first. Maybe it just needed cooling off. No, it might at that. Here she goes. Aha! There she goes, kiddo. She's running. What'd you say? I said there she goes. She's running. I can't hear you, dear. I... <laughs> I merely said, there she goes, she's running. Oh. Now i got to start it all over again. <laughs> oh, for the love of me. Quit interrupting. 
look, Molly, the next time I get it started, don't start a conversation, will you? You started that when I didn't start Well, ignore me. Gee whiz, I don't know what Hello, Molly. Hello, pal. What are you doing? Hello, Mr. Wilcox. What am I doing, he says. Here I am with motor oil up to my clavicle, beating my brains out over a machine that don't look like anything in the world but what it is, a power lawnmower. And old Brainy here asks me, what am I doing? Can't you get it started? Yeah, you can get it started all right, but he can't keep it started. Something, something haywire with the engine in there. How's your plugs? Fine. How's yours? Well, I'll show you. I'll show you. Folks, Johnson's self-polishing glow coat is to linoleum what vitamins are to people. It's a pepper-upper. It's a beautifier, a preserver, a time-saver, and a work-breather. Johnson's glow coat... Now, 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 wait a minute, Waxy. Wait a minute. (laughs) What's that got to do with the gasoline lawnmower? Well, why do people want power mowers? For the same reason they like Johnson's self-polishing glow coat, that's why. Because it does more work in less time. Better results with less effort. Johnson's glow coat shines as it dries. No rubbing, no buffing. It also... Yeah, but glow coat works, Mr. Wilcox. This contraption doesn't. Ah, she's got you there, Waxy. (laughs) Well, when you compare Johnson's self-polishing glow coat to a grass-cutting putt-putt... Power more to you. And more power to you, pal. (laughs) For at least trying to save time and effort. That's what glow coat is for, too. And I hope you get that thing started, and I'd help you if I knew anything about them, but I don't, so I'll see you down the bowling alley. So long, Molly. Goodbye, Mr. Wilcox. (laughs) My, he certainly rushed away, didn't he? Yeah. Big Lug was scared to death. I was going to ask him to dirty his hands on this engine. Oh, were you? Yes. Oh. Well, I'm going in, dearie. This smell of carbon peroxide's getting me down. That's carbon monoxide. Peroxide is used for bleaching hair. I know. And I'm turning gray watching you fight that lawnmower. <laughs> Let me know if you get it started, dearie. Okay. Ah, there goes a good kid. What other woman would neglect her own work just to sit on the porch and watch her husband monkey with a lawnmower? (laughs) Are you kidding any of them? (laughs) But in this case, she just... Hi, mister. Oh, hi there, Teeny. I didn't see you coming. Oh, (laughs) I've been here all the time, I bet you. What? Where? Up in the tree. Oh. Right up there. (laughs) (laughs) Leaves droppers never hear anything good of themselves, Teeny. I didn't drop out of the eaves, I bet you. Hmm? I dropped out of the tree. Oh. Hmm? I said, oh. Oh, what? Oh, the moon shines tonight on pretty Red Wing. <laughs> Red Wing was an Indian girl, sis. Oh? Indian girls don't talk when the men folks are around. Shall we play Indian? No. Okay, fair face. You know anything about internal combustion motors? What's the internal combustion motor, mister? What is it? Hmm. An internal combustion motor, sis, is an engine like this one. Oh, how's it run? If you've been sitting up in that tree all this time, you ought to have a pretty fair idea. At least about how this one runs. Runs like an iron deer being pursued by a stuffed dog through a petrified forest. (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. Hmm? Are you?
you by any chance asking for a technical explanation of a gasoline engine, Tina? Sure I am, I betcha. I love to have you explain things to me, mister. Mm-hmm. You do, eh? Hmm? I says you do, eh? Do what? You love to have me explain things to you. Oh, I don't know. My daddy does it a lot better. Oh, he does, does he? Hmm? I says he does, eh? Does what? Your daddy explains things better than I do. I know. Stop. <laughs> I know more about gas engines in one minute than your old man could learn if he spent 50 years as an orderly to General Motors. Oh, what makes a gasoline motor run, mister? What does it? What does? What? <laughs> sit down, sis. Okay, dog. <laughs> I think I'll sit down, too. Yeah. Now, look, I'm in no mood for whimsy today, and if you think I'm going to dish out a big gob of apple butter about how the pixies crawl through the gas tank into the carburetor and start a fight in the cylinder head and make so much noise that the pistons start jumping up and down with excitement and wheels start running for help, you got another guest coming. <laughs> because frankly, sis, just between you and me, while I'm familiar with the general principles of internal combustion, with this particular engine, I'm making as much progress as a punch-drunk caterpillar trying to follow the white line around a revolving barber pole. <laughs> Mister, your frankness does you great credit. I admire you. You do, eh? Hmm? I says you do, eh? Do what? You admire me. Why, you conceited thing, you. <laughs> Just because I let you tell me how dumb you are. <laughs> huh? Oh, boy. See, am I ever disappointed in you, mister. Goodbye now. <laughs> Talk about not understanding women. I can't even understand kids. I had a little owl and her name was Lou. You'll find her written up in the old who's who. And I had a little frog, but he wasn't very bright. Jumped out the window and croaked one night. <laughs> ah. That ought to do it. Hey, Molly. Molly, come on out a minute. Got it all reassembled, McGee? Yeah, all except this little gadget here. I tried and I tried and I tried, and I'll be doggone if I know where that goes. Why, it goes on the edge of your pocket, dearie. That's the clip off your fountain pen. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> oh, well. All's well that ends. Well, here I go, kiddo. Watch her start popping them off this time. There she goes. Ah, You've improved it anyway, McGee. That whistle is new, isn't it? No, it isn't new. It isn't new, but it's two octaves higher. Doggone it, there must be something that I had in order, or vice versa. Maybe you better send for Mrs. Carstairs Gardner. Maybe he could... Well, for goodness sakes, hello, Dr. Gamble. Hello, Molly. Greetings, Guppy. Hmm. Hi, Arrowhead. No, you mean Arrowsmith, McGee. I mean Arrowhead. I just noticed this minute how pointed his skull is. That's because I've spent so much time sharpening my wits, Egbert. 
And what's the burnt cork makeup for? Going to a minstrel show? If so, you'll be the end man to end all end men. That's Grease, Doctor. He's been trying to get this gasoline lawnmower started. Yeah, just about got her going, too, Doc. You know anything about these things? Practically everything. What seems to be the difficulty is if I were asking the right person. Well, it starts, but it stops right away, Doctor. I think maybe it's got a vapor lock in the timing gear, Doc. That might throw the spark gap too wide for the thrust. Thus, dropping the carburetor float below the, inje- uh, below the injection level, you see. What do you think? I've got grease I th- all over my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's about as sloppy a diagnosis as I ever heard. Here, let me try to start. Go right ahead, Doctor. Sure, help yourself, Doc. Just tromp down on that little foot pedal there. Don't be afraid to put your whole weight on it. We can always dig it out of the ground. <laughs> Quiet, limber lip. I used to run one of these things in my summer vacations 35 years ago. This one's about the same vintage. Well, here we go. If I can't get it stopped again, just remember old Doc Gamble as one who went out with a smile on his lips and machine oil on his chin. Mush, you iron-hearted daisy slicer! Mush! you get A for effort, Doctor. Your lawn side manner is nothing to brag about, Doctor. Ah, uh, Where did you get this mechanical monstrosity, friend? This was a tired old museum piece before grass was invented. Well, he borrowed it from Mrs. Carstairs' gardener, Doctor. Uh-oh, and speaking of coincidences, here she comes. Look at that walk. You know she was the cream of society, the way she churns up the sidewalk. <laughs> Gad, sir, you're speaking of the woman I love to stick needles into. <laughs> she is positively the... Ah, there, Mrs. Carstairs, how do you do? Dr. Gamble, how nice to see you. How do you do, Mrs. McGee? Hello, Mrs. Carstairs. Hi, Carstairs. Uh, how do you do? <laughs> your gardener tell you I borrowed your power lawnmower, Carstairs? My former gardener, you mean? The one that was there this morning. That is my former gardener. Has he resigned, Mrs. Carstairs? He was discharged, Doctor. For what, Carsty? Partially for taking the liberty of loaning you this power mower, Mr. McGee. Heavenly days, isn't that a little drastic, Mrs. Carstairs, firing him just for that? He was also impudent to me, Mrs. McGee. He said he was going to report me to the Humane Society for pinching buffalo nickels. But just because he's a sharp judge of character doesn't excuse his rudeness, Mrs. Carstairs. Indeed not. He also said that every time I came into the garden wearing my slacks, he kept looking around for Bud Abbott. (laughs) I guess he thought you'd do in lieu of Costello. (laughs) In any case, he was extremely insolent. He said the only reason I went south every winter was because I was part goose. <laughs> well, I don't think that was very fair, Mrs. Carstairs. Geese don't need any priorities for flying. Naturally. Uh, no, indeed not. I think. <clears throat> he also said that if brains were pimentos, I could lose myself in an olive, and he wished I would. <laughs> That lad was wasting his time as a gardener anyway, Mrs. Carstairs. He's as full of cracks as a corn crib. Yeah, and just as full of corn. <laughs> but the crowning insult was when he intimated, actually intimated, mind you, 
that Mr. Carstairs had married me for my money. Barely scuttled. Ridiculous. Absurd. Exactly. I married Mr. Carstairs for his money, and everyone knows it. <laughs> Mr. McGee, I shall have to ask you to return my power loan more immediately. Okay, Carstairs. It's no good anyway. But thank you for the loan of it. What do you mean, it's no good, Mr. McGee? It won't run, Mrs. Carstairs. Nonsense. You just don't know how. Oh, well, I suppose you do, Carsty. Naturally. Let me take it, Mr. McGee. Oh. Good day, Mrs. McGee. Good day, Doctor. Good day, Mrs. Carstairs. Good day, Mrs. Carstairs. can't get over Mrs. Carstairs getting that lawnmower to run so beautifully. What do you mean she got it to run? I gave it a complete overhaul, didn't I? That's what I mean. I just found these on the front porch. Huh? Oh, my gosh. The spark plugs. Well, good night. Good night, all. Good night, all.